I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Welcome to Ponder Exchange, a podcast about Christian faith and armed service hosted by me, Brother Logan Isaac. First Formation is spiritual exercise for high church lowlifes looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join us every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 92 It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night, to the music of the lute and the harp, to let to the melody of the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work, and the works of your hands I sing for joy. How great are your works, O Lord! Your thoughts are very deep. The dullard cannot know. The stupid cannot understand this. Though the wicked sprout like grass and all evildoers flourish, they are doomed to destruction forever. But you, O Lord, are on high forever. For your enemies, O Lord, for your enemies shall perish. All evildoers shall be scattered. But you have exalted my horn like that of the wild ox. You have poured over me fresh oil. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. My ears have heard the doom of my evil assailants. The righteous flourish like the palm tree, and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. In old age they still produce fruit. They are always green and full of sap, showing that the Lord is upright. She is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in her. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 1-14 through 14. If you will only obey the Lord your God by diligently observing all his commands that I am commanding you today, the Lord your God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb, the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your livestock, both the increase of your cattle and the issue of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing upon you in your barns and in all that you undertake. He will bless you in the land that the Lord your God has given you. The Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. All the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. The Lord will make you abound in prosperity, in the fruit of your womb, in the fruit of your livestock, and in the fruit of the land that that the Lord swore to your ancestors to give you. The Lord will open for you his rich storehouse, the heavens, to give the rain of your land in its season and to bless all your undertakings. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be only at the top and not at the bottom, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I am commanding you today, 
by diligently observing them. And if you do not turn aside from any of the words that I am commanding you today, either to the right or the left, following other gods to serve them. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17 through chapter 5, verse 2. Now this I affirm and insist on the Lord. You must no longer live as the Gentiles live in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of their ignorance and hardness of heart. They have lost all sensitivity and have abandoned themselves to licentiousness, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. That is not the way you learned Christ. For surely you have heard about him and were taught in him, just as truth is in Jesus. You were taught to put away your former way of life, your old self, corrupt and deluded by its lusts, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to clothe yourselves with a new self, created according to the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So then, putting away falsehood, let all of us speak the truth to our neighbors, for we are members of one another. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and do not make room for the devil. Thieves must give up stealing. Rather, let them labor and work honestly with their own hands, so as, not, so as to have something to share with the needy. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for building up, as there is need, so that your words may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, which, with which you were marked with the seal for the day of redemption. Put away all your bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander, together with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ has forgiven you. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and live in love as Christ loved us, and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Welcome to the seventh Tuesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 92, Deuteronomy 28, and basically Ephesians 4 with a teeny tiny bit of chapter 5. Uh, the, uh, the long readings today, as well as the uh, announcement promised yesterday and a Soldier Saints Feast Day mean I won't be reflecting very much on them. Um, but I do think uh, it's important to notice uh, in the Ephesians reading last week, I talked a little bit about anger and how anger can be good. It's, it's an emotion. It's not a sin. Um, it's what we do with our anger that matters. And Paul in Ephesians 4 talks about precisely that. Um, he gets room for anger. He says, be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun set on your anger. So anger as an emotion is not to be held on to as though it's, you know, a thing of itself. It's the effect of a thing, the effect of an experience. Um, and so um, don't make room for the devil. Don't stew in your anger. Don't hold on to it. Um, but uh, don't use your anger to do sin. Secondly, uh, today, July, I know I missed it, July, oh my God, 14th, um, is this the feast day for soldier Saint Camillus of Lellis. 
Uh, I wrote about Camillus in my second book, Forgotten Country, in that order, Faith and Service for Ordinary Radicals, which you can find at pewpewhq.com. And I think they're still selling it on Amazon. Uh, so you can find that. I published that just a year after Reborn on Fourth of July. And Camillus is, um, ouch, was uh, an Italian in the 16th century, so the 1500s. And um, Camillus was known as kind of a and kind of a rough rider. Like he was, he gambled a lot. He had a pretty significant temper. Um, and this, in part, was probably because losing his mother at a young age, um, and his father being a veteran of the Venetian army, um, and uh, the after the death of his mother, he joins the Venetian army under his father, with his father, um, and he serves for some number of years, and he does go to war against the Turks, although I'm not sure what battle that is. Um, and in 1575, his unit was disbanded, and he, um, he had nothing. He gambled away everything that he had, and he basically went to work uh, for some for a, a religious order and one of the priests or one of the, the members of the religious order continued to try and pull good parts of his personality out and it's a result of that kind of prodding that um, that same year he has this religious conversion and he tries to enter that same order himself but an injury to his leg that he suffered in war um, prevented him from doing so so he wasn't able to uh, become uh, a brother that he wanted to, I think it was the Capuchins. Um, so after that, he moves to Rome, where he works in a hospital, and he notices that the staff give much less attention to the poor than they do the wealthy um, patients in, in the, this Roman hospital. Um, and so he takes it upon himself to give special attention to the poor in the hospital. And at this time, he's doing penances. He, he wears like a hair shirt, which is basically like a wool blanket that you wear constantly. And it's itchy and disgusting when you sweat, I'm sure. Um, and he, um, he takes as a spiritual director this, um, this priest, who later also becomes a saint, Philip Neri. Um, and he does this for several years. And eventually, he decides to found his own order called the Chameleons. And the Chameleons um, are their uh, chrism, their gift, their focus is um, to those of the those who are infirm. In fact, the name of the order is the Order of Clerks Regular, Ministers of the Infirm. And you'll see them abbreviated as MI. Um, and the Chameleons are noteworthy because um, they set up a special unit or, or ministry that provided medical assistance to soldiers on the battlefield, regardless of which side they fought on. And this was um, the first time that any organization or body existed that would care for soldiers on the battlefield uh, um, on both sides. And now the Red Cross does that now, and the Red Cross claims to be the first organization to do that, and that, that's false. Uh, the Red Cross didn't exist until the 1600s or the late 1600s, um, but it was in the Battle of Canizzi in 1601 when the Chameleons had been doing this, 
and a bomb hit their their aid station. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if anybody was killed, but their aid station burnt to the ground, and the only thing that wasn't burned was a shred of cloth from one of the brothers' habits, and the symbol that that Camillus had adopted for the order of clerks, regular ministers of the infirm, was a red Latin cross, um, which is the the longer vertical post and the you know kind of shorter horizontal post that we're kind of used to seeing. Byzantine cross is the equal sides, like a plus sign. Um, but anyway, so the this red Latin cross was the only thing that didn't burn, uh, and it was on the monk's habits, and so. They took that as affirmation, divine affirmation of the order of the chameleons. And so the, the Red Cross became their symbol a hundred years before the Red Cross, the Red Crescent um, was ever formed. And so um, the one of the things that the chameleons did um, was serve people during the bubonic plague, which I think is still the worst plague in the history of the earth. Um, and one of the things they did that um, gained them some attention was um, Camillus noticed that people were being buried alive in haste. And so he had the brothers, he instructed them to wait 15 minutes after uh, what they thought was the patient's last breath before they would uh, bury them. And that uh, cut down on the number of uh, live burials. Um, and so he, um, the order survives, the chameleons still exist, they're relatively small and humble in size. Um, but the uh, he died in Rome in 1614. And he actually, his relics are at the Church of St. Mary Magdalene. And um, he died, of course, in July. I don't know if his feast day is the day he died or the day he was deposited into the earth. But um, it was this young man, Camillus of Lellis, who took his many years of military service and decided... Um, after he found his calling in hospitals, he went back to war to minister to uh, friendlies and enemies alike. And that's something I think that's uh, worth noting, um, the innovation of soldiers um, and veterans in the church and what they've contributed. So finally, the announcement, as I alluded to yesterday, um, we are, uh, my partner and I are moving from the Appalachian Abbey um, I didn't want to announce it too early because of escrow and we're not totally sure, but it looks pretty likely that everything will go through. And there is um, another property that we found um, that is that will allow uh, a couple of rooms, about 500 square feet, to be commercial retail space. So uh, it's very likely we're planning on opening a bookshop um, out of our home in Walkersville, Maryland, just uh, 40 minutes north of where we're at now. So I won't be announcing that, you know, I'm broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey. Um, that will change, and it will no longer be Knoxville. It will be Walkersville. Um, but because uh, this property allows commercial zoning, um, we'll be, I'll be able to finally open a brick-and-mortar retail shop for Pew Pew HQ and some of the stuff that... Um, I'm, I'm about. So uh, that is exciting, and I'm looking forward to it, and I think it's going to be really fun. I'm sure I'll have more to say about it once we've moved, but um, if 
I miss recordings uh, or uh, you know other you know things go unseen or, or forgotten. That's probably why we're in the last week before we can move. And I think we have a week where we get to move in early, but we haven't closed. And then once we close, um, you know, we'll be unpacking. So um, I'm hoping uh, to not have any interruptions to first formation. Um, but if it's if you would like to record as a co-host to um, help lighten the load, or if you really think if you'd like to try your hand at reflecting on the readings for the day in light of faith and service, um, feel free to reach out to me, let me know, and we can set something like that up. Um, I, I'm always looking for co-hosts, and if it's something you feel called to, I'm, I'm, I definitely would love to hear from you and see how we might uh, work together to um, share the morning prayers uh, uh, that uh, through the lens of grunts. Prayer for the Answering of Prayer Almighty God, who has promised to hear the petitions of those who ask in your Son's name, we beseech you mercifully to incline your ear to us who have now made our prayers and supplications to you, and grant that those things which we have faithfully asked according to your will may effectually be obtained to the relief of our necessity and to the setting forth of your glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.